Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 83 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you all personal finance topics that I think can be really useful for you in your personal financial life. Today, we're going to be talking about what you shouldn't talk about at the Thanksgiving table tomorrow. And that thing, unfortunately, for us who love to talk about it, is money. That is one of the things that you should not be talking about. You know, we all know those people who like to bring up the uncomfortable things at the Thanksgiving table. Unfortunately, I can be that guy. I lack a filter at times. I like to say what I think and put it out there. Um, but that can be um, divisive. That can be uh, something that, that you know other people aren't ready for and other people aren't going to react favorably to. Uh, so throughout the course of today's video, we're going to talk about why uh, we don't necessarily want to dive too deep into our financial lives in um, a, a holiday setting, in a, a setting where you know family members are coming together. Maybe you haven't seen somebody in a while. Um, and it can just make things a little uncomfortable and a little uh, awkward. So we're going to try to uh, mitigate that uh, by talking about why you should not talk about money at the Thanksgiving table. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave any feedback in the comments down below as we move forward in this episode. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, then make sure that you subscribe there and leave me a review. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, um, and I'm on all the major social media platforms. And then if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, if you want somebody to help you get your financial life on track, if you want to start pushing towards financial freedom and pushing towards um, a, a life that uh, is worth living financially, uh, then sign up for a financial coaching session today. Uh, go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab, and you can pick the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. So you know the rules. Chew with your mouth closed, right? Keep your, your elbows off the table. Don't talk while you're eating. And do not bring up the topics of politics, religion, or money at the Thanksgiving table. Now, or at any uh, family gathering for that matter, right? Or any gathering of friends for that matter. Those are the unwritten rules of these large gatherings of people that maybe you don't see every day and talk to every day. Now, um, we know that it is all too easy to break these rules. It is easy to sit there and go, uh, well, I'm just going to, you know, talk a little bit about, um, you know, the financial plan I'm working on. And, you know, maybe people will be interested in that. Ah, 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 maybe not so fast, or or maybe I'm going to start talking about buying Christmas presents because uh, you know Black Friday is on you know this Friday, so may, maybe we'll talk about Black Friday and and uh, you know what we're going to buy and think maybe not so fast. So we're going to jump into some of these things, some of these topics that you should keep away from that are um, you know related to money uh, when it comes to sitting at the. Thanksgiving table um, and having these conversations with others. We just don't want uh, people to be uncomfortable. You don't want to be uncomfortable at the uh, Thanksgiving table. It needs to be a place of, of you know, happiness and laughter and fun and uh, you know, catching up with people you haven't seen in a while. And it's really hard to do that when there's this, uh, there's this awkwardness in the air and there's this tension in the air because people don't agree um, or people are talking about things that 
um, are going to divide them. We, we want to be able to come together for these uh, meals and maybe save it for a later phone call um, as to what you think about somebody's financial plan. Uh, but let's jump right into these things uh, that maybe we should bite our tongues on this Thanksgiving. So the first one that maybe we should bite our tongues on is Christmas purchases. And what do I mean? Why is this uh, a big deal? Well, Christmas is right around the corner. It is, uh, we're really getting into peak Christmas buying times, Christmas present purchasing times, right? Uh, and you know, Black Friday's this Friday and, you know, all of these things, right? So then why not talk about Christmas purchases? Well, let's just think about it for a second. You may be able to afford something or you may not, right? But uh, let's just say you may be able to afford something that somebody in your family cannot afford. You may, you may be able to do something for your child for Christmas or give your child something for Christmas that somebody in your family cannot do for their own children. And uh, this is going to maybe make them a bit uncomfortable. I mean, this is a, a perfect example. Maybe your kid and their kid uh, both want a PS5 for Christmas. That's brand new. It's out. They're flying off the shelves. Maybe they both want a PS5. Well, let's say you can afford to buy your kid a PS5 and plan to do so, um, but they cannot, and they do not plan to do so. Let's think about all the issues that this could bring up. Well, one, if you say, you know, um, you know, I, I think I might buy, you know, little Johnny a PS5 for Christmas, well, that's immediately going to make the other individual feel bad, right? Because they're like, well, I know my kid wants one too, but I just can't do it. Um, that's going to make them feel bad about their ability to get their kids things that they want. Um, and it might even push them to the point of making a stupid financial decision and purchasing it for them on credit or doing it anyway. And we don't want to do that to other people. We don't want to put other people in uh, that keeping up with the Joneses mentality. We don't want to tempt other people into doing that. Um, so, uh, and we also don't want to just create that dissension between you and them and Mm, you're able to do that and I'm not. And, uh, you know, that makes me jealous or envious of your position. We don't want people to feel that way towards us. So we want to keep that conversation out. And then let's just say, you know, on the, on the back end of this, if, uh, you know, their child were to hear that, um, somebody was going to buy a PS5 for their child, then, they're going to be like, oh, dad, you know, I, I want one. Can I, you know, you're going to get me one too, right? If they can get one, I can get one, right? And it can make for a disappointed child as well, which nobody wants. Um, so maybe, you know, staying away from talking about Christmas purchases would be a pretty good idea. Um, the only way that this would be okay, if it's something that everybody was okay with, it wasn't a large item. It was something pretty, um, you know, modest, something that, um, you're just talking about doing, or maybe you're all talking about going Black Friday shopping together on Friday. That's uh, fine too. But let's let's try to keep the the bigger, more substantial things out of the conversation uh, because it is just going to stir up dissension, stir up jealousy, stir up envy within your gathering, and that's not what you want. We want joy, we want happiness, we want gratefulness and contentment uh, at this Thanksgiving meal. And then let's not talk if you are in a tough financial place you're having financial troubles, maybe you are having trouble finding a job, you're having trouble. Let's not bring the negativity into the holiday gathering. Let's not bring that negativity to the table. Let's not talk about um, directly 
you know, the fact that, you know, you're out of a job or the fact that you don't have um, much income coming in right now or, uh, you know, your job doesn't pay enough, you know, to pay for all the things that you want it to pay for or things like that. Um, there are individuals who undoubtedly year after year or uh, family gathering after family gathering will continue to uh, gripe and complain about their particular situation. Now, as somebody who may be financially successful or may have uh, themselves on a, a good track financially, um, maybe you can head this off. Maybe you can head off uh, this complaining or head off this awkward conversation at the table um, by an act of kindness or an act of generosity. Maybe, you know, if um, you know, your, your cousin is, is talking about they, uh, their job doesn't pay very much or, you know, they're really struggling to find a job and they're, you know, all this type of stuff and you have a good job with a good company, maybe you can say, hey, well, you know, there's this opening. Maybe I'll push your resume for you and try to, you know, help you get um, a better job. And maybe that is just the, the little bit of encouragement they need to not bring that up in front of the whole family or not, you know, just kind of be a Debbie Downer. Uh, when it comes to Thanksgiving. I'm not saying you shouldn't have real conversations at Thanksgiving. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm just saying for everybody's comfort level, for everybody to be uh, on the same page and to, to feel good about what's going on uh, at that dinner table or at that um, you know gathering, then you probably want to stay away from some of the things that are really going to uh, drag the group down. And this can be a conversation that really does um, so we don't want to get into it. And maybe you can head it off with um, something like the uh, suggestion that I just gave. Now, this particular one that I'm about to bring up, I've never seen personally, but that doesn't mean that it hasn't gone on behind the scenes. Uh, but I don't want anybody to be making somebody else feel uncomfortable at these holiday gatherings. So I'm going to bring it up. Uh, let's not ask for personal loans at a holiday gathering. Let's not um, you know, first of all, I have to put somebody in the position to decide if they want to loan you money or not, if you're in a tough financial situation. Um, and obviously you don't want to be put in a situation where you have to decide if you want to, uh, loan your cousin Eddie some money or not, or, or something like that. You don't want to be in that place. And so, um, you know, lending money to family first and foremost, um, is toxic, right? Um, you're creating this relationship within your family that is slave master. And I'm not just making that up. Uh, that is biblical in the fact that, you know, if you are a slave, you are in debt. You are uh, indebted, right? Being in debt is the same as being um, enslaved to your lender. And so uh, it, it creates a slave master um, relationship. And in doing this, what ends up happening is you have this feeling of inadequacy by the individual who took out the loan. And you have this um, feeling of entitlement by the individual who gave the loan. Uh, so you, you end up in this weird uh, place and this weird relational place until the money is paid back. And even then, there can be residual effects of that relationship having occurred in the first place. Now, there are ways that you can go about mitigating this and keeping this from occurring. First and foremost, if somebody needs money, you know they need money, you know they're probably gonna bring it up, 
um, and you want to curb that, right? Then uh, if you're in a good financial situation, then giving them a gift of money may be the way to go. Maybe it's the way to go to gift them something, to um, you know, provide them with some means to help them out uh, moving forward. Maybe you, you, know, you get them a gift card to somewhere uh, and tell them to buy themselves some things that they need or things that they want or whatever it may be. Um, but you help them out as a gift. The, one of the worst ideas as far as a family gathering or, or just as far as a family relationship is loans and being indebted to one another, that relationship we were just talking about. But uh, giving a no-strings-attached gift uh, can definitely be a, a fantastic thing. But you have to check yourself first if you're, you're planning to give such a gift because if you're giving such a gift, then uh, you have no say where that money goes. That is no longer your money once it leaves your hands. Uh, so you can't dictate where the money goes. You can't dictate what they decide to do with it. And uh, given that that is the fact, you lose a lot of control, but you have to be willing to lose the control in the name of not being uncomfortable with uh, the relationships uh, in your family, not being uncomfortable with um, the conversations that are going on at your Thanksgiving table, um, and just altogether making things um, you know, more peaceful at that gathering. Now, I know both of these last two things have, have had a lot to do with um, you know, if you want to head them off you know, you doing something that is uh, generous for someone else. Now, this is something that you have to do sometimes, you know, uh, not just in a have-to way, but um, sometimes generosity is the way to head off certain, you know, uncomfortable things. And, you know, you may not be in a place where you can do this. You may not be in a place where you can be generous in these ways, um, and you may have to, you know, sit there and, and take the negativity and take the asking for money and things like that. And I mean, if you can't do it, you can't do it. But if you are in a position to help others, then help others. Um, and that's going to make everybody a lot more, uh, you know, grateful on Thanksgiving, a lot more thankful uh, for what they have and, and a lot more um, continuity within a family. Um, that can be easily splintered by an individual asking somebody else for money and that person saying no or that person saying, I don't have money to give you. Uh, we don't want splinters within the family because somebody can't help somebody else out. Uh, we, we want as much continuity as possible, and sometimes this is the way to go. Now, let's say you have already loaned somebody money uh, within the family. Then maybe this Thanksgiving is the time to, to walk up to them and write it off. Okay, maybe this Thanksgiving is the time to walk up to them and go, you know what, you know that money that I loaned you. I don't like this relationship that we have. I don't like um, this dynamic. Uh, then I would just like to write it off. You don't owe me a dime. Um, there's no uh, ill feelings. Uh, you're, you're free of that, that burden, and uh, so am I. So I don't have to worry about getting paid back or anything like that. Um, and that can kind of free up everybody too because if you have loaned somebody money, uh, it's very likely, given the new dynamic that you've created, that that individual will come to you and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you back. I'm gonna get you that money. I'm gonna do this." Work. And that creates some some awkward tension as well. Um, so just just saying that, "Hey, don't worry about it. Hey, this is uh, you know no longer a debt that you have to repay." Uh, that could be a huge, huge deal. That can go a long way towards mending that relationship that has been splintered and recreating the dynamic of family member 
and uh, no longer that of lender and borrower. And so uh, this is just a, a big thing that can go a long way. Um, and again, it's you being generous. It's you trying to um, make the best of a bad situation. Uh, even if you expected to get that money back, maybe sometimes the best thing you can do is just say, I'm just going to write it off. It's, it's not um, worth my time. It's not worth the uncomfortable nature of the conversations. Uh, I would rather just be done with it. And, um, you know, maybe that is what that individual needs and the, the act of grace that that individual needs to see from you um, in order to move forward in their own lives uh, and do things that um, will hopefully not lead them back to uh, borrowing money from a family member ever again. Now, also, some things that we don't want to uh, bring up at the table and things that we don't particularly want to hear at our Thanksgiving table are uh, business propositions or investment opportunities or talking about investments in general. Uh, we don't want to be doing that at our, uh, at our dinner tables, at our Thanksgiving gatherings. And uh, there are several reasons as to why this is. First of all, nobody wants to hear about your business proposition that you have for people that uh, they can invest in. Nobody wants to hear about how well your investments have done. I, and that's tough. Uh, for me, especially if somebody asks, if somebody asks, then I want to talk about it because that's something I am passionate about, right? All of these things are things that I am passionate about talking about, not that I'm not asking for money or anything like that, but just personal finance in general. Obviously, I'm talking to you about it every day. Uh, therefore, I am passionate about talking about these things. And so in being that way, then I can really get on a soapbox and run, but um, you kind of have to temper yourselves in that way. But um don't bring a, a business proposition to the table for your family. Uh, don't say, you know, hey, I'm starting this new thing. I could really use some startup cash. Uh, would anybody be interested in investing? Oh, don't do it. Not it. And don't, don't, don't do it. Um, because in a similar way to asking uh, for a loan from somebody else in your family, um, then having your family as investors is going to have them requiring some return from you. Uh, and whether that return is just the money that they gave you or the, you know, the money they gave you plus um, interest or, you know, plus some annualized rate of return, then, you know, again, that's going to create a weird dynamic with you and your family. And if somebody is offering you a business proposition, then, uh, you know, the best thing you can say, in my opinion, is, you know, I, you know, I'm happy with my investments right now. I, I think I'm, I'm uh, you know, probably going to pass, but, you know, thanks. And just, kind of move on to the next thing um, because there's really no way of heading this one off. Um, you know, you just don't want to talk about these things. Nobody um, really wants that uncomfortable feeling of thinking that they didn't give somebody or invest uh, in somebody's business proposition. Um, that is their family member. People feel far too obligated to do so. And it's not necessary to feel that way, uh, but a lot of people do. And so we don't want to create those awkward situations. And I understand, look, if you are uh, creating your first business and you're really working hard to, to push towards, you know, you're trying to raise some money and you're trying to, uh, you know, get some people to invest in your business to be able to do what you want to do, uh, which I don't necessarily think is the best idea uh, overall. Maybe you need to build something up by yourself and, and stop, you know, worrying about other people's money. Uh, but if you are trying to do so, um, try to leave your family out of it. Your family is just, um, just creates weird relationships and we don't want weird relationships. We want healthy 
strong relationships with our family members and uh, anything that is money related can make things a little awkward, can make things a little weird. And that's the last thing we want. We want things to be healthy. We want things to be, um, you know, joyful. We want things to be um, a, a good existence with your family and not something that uh, is dragging everybody down and making everybody roll their eyes every time they see you walk through the door because that does happen. If you are constantly the one that's asking for money, or you're constantly the one looking to get somebody to invest in, in the next big thing with you, then um, you're going to be the one that people are going to shy away from at gatherings. You're going to be the one that um, people want to you know, slowly uh, avoid. And unfortunately, that is the case. Um, but uh, you know, on the other hand, nobody wants that. Everybody's coming together at Thanksgiving to, to, to regather, to um, you know, catch up on the, you know, the months gone by, the year gone by, however long it's been since you've seen these individuals. Um, and um, it, they don't want to talk about uh, those types of things. And they definitely don't want to be propositioned by you to invest in things that they know nothing about and, uh, you know, that they would um, just be taking a flyer on. That just, you know, it's, it's not good um, etiquette, first of all. And then second of all, it's just not a good idea for the dynamic of your family. Now, this last one that I have for you is uh, a little more difficult, and uh, it's probably a little more uh, common in just the the span of conversation and how um, you know the things that people talk about within a, uh, a Thanksgiving meal. But you know, let's say you're on your way to financial freedom. Let's say you're paying off debt. Let's say you're um, you, you're building up an emergency fund, or let's say that you're investing. Uh, at least 15% of your income. Let's say that you're, you know, getting your house paid off, all these types of things. And uh, let's say you and your family are comfortable enough to just chat about um, certain simple finance things. Maybe you guys are close and you're okay to talk about money in a given way that is healthy and, and um, you know, that, that you feel good about. Yeah, that, that's great. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully you can do that. But, you know, if you're not sure, then lean towards the side of don't talk about it. Uh, but, Let's say that is the case, that you're working your plan in some way. Um, and if you're working the plan, it's really going to be detrimental to somebody else if uh, you hear what they have to say about their own financial life and then go, well, but I heard this guy Dylan say, or you know, I've read that that's not right, or I've seen that that's dumb, or that's, uh, that's only going to set you back, or all these types of things. Anything that is going to be contrary to what somebody else is doing in their own life is only going to create uh, discomfort because you're not going to have the time, the wherewithal, or the you know dynamic at that table to be able to uh, explain that uh, whatever the thing may be in a healthy way. For instance, one thing may be you know, oh yeah, I, I lease cars, uh, you know, because it's it's cheaper than a car payment, and I get these you know to drive these new cars, all those types of things. Even though I don't want somebody to lease a car ever, um, I'm not going to you know, look across the table and go, that's dumb. You should never lease a car. Not going to do it. And why am I not going to do it? Because that's only going to make that other person you know, mad at me. It's not going to make them change their behavior. Uh, and this is a tough thing to do, especially if you have a big mouth like I do, um, that if you hear something that is wrong, not calling it out, not pointing it out, not saying that it is not the right way to do something. Um, it's hard. It's hard not to point those types of things out. And um, 
You, you just need to, though. Uh, biting your tongue on some of these things is really going to help you uh, to make the best of the situations that you're in. Um, and, you know, it, it, biting your tongue in a lot of cases is going to be the best thing that you can do. Um, you know, your, your tongue can deceive you. It can, you can say something that you think is not um, far too negative or say something that is not um, overly, um, you know, demeaning to someone else. And them take it as the worst thing that they've heard from somebody all day. Not what we want. We don't want somebody feeling that way. We don't want to create the awkwardness. And uh, we don't want to create uh, the frustration at the table. So don't you know, rag on somebody else's financial uh, situation. It's just not a good idea. And something you can do if you can have these healthy conversations about money. Without being negative about other people's situations. You can be positive about your own. Right. If everybody's just talking about what they're doing financially and all these types of things, then, you know, maybe somebody's saying, oh, they leased this car at this rate and it was only this payment and all this kind of stuff. Then maybe you don't even address or definitely you don't even address, but you don't even address them. And maybe you say something like, you know, um, you know, yeah, we're, you know, maybe, you know, you and your spouse are working on getting out of debt. And you may say, yeah, me and, uh, you know, Becky, you're working on, on getting out of debt. And, uh, you know, we've paid off like thirty thousand dollars of debt. And we're really working through our plan really good. And, and we're really happy about where we're at. That could be a very healthy thing to say if you're having these types of conversations at the Thanksgiving table. And, uh, you know, I'm perfectly, perfectly fine with that. But just, you know, you just have to keep in mind, you know, who's at the table. You have to keep in mind uh, the people that you're talking to. Like I said, if you're really close with everybody there and you've had these types of conversations over time, you know, that's fine. Have the conversations. That's Okay. Um, but don't put yourself in the awkward positions. And, you know, if you're dealing with a lot of, you know, distant family members, if you're dealing with a lot of people that you don't see throughout the year and you don't talk to throughout the year and you don't have really close relationships with, then the last thing you want to do with those individuals is go about rocking the boat. The last thing that you want to do with those individuals is to frustrate them. You'd like to just maintain the status quo with them, maintain the, the peace uh, at the gathering, maintain everybody's happiness and just make it to where everybody can have a good time and enjoy their Thanksgiving and actually be thankful for what occurred at the meal and not look back and go, whoo, that got weird or whoo, that got awkward. Um, it, cause it definitely can, and it can get that way in a hurry. So there's all, there's all these things that we don't want to talk about. Um, but let's just remember why we're gathering. Let's remember why, uh, Thanksgiving is here. Let's remember why we are meeting for this holiday and talk about the things that you're thankful for. Uh, talk about the things that you are, um, you know, really enjoying in life right now and things that are, um, you know, that you're grateful for in your own life. And that can really change the conversation from things that can, can turn negative to things that are really only positive, uh, as you talk at the table. And so, um, we're just trying to keep everyone in good spirits and everyone in each other's good graces. So guys, don't forget to subscribe to my channel down below. Uh, like this video. Leave me any feedback in the comments if you have not already. Uh, that would be much appreciated. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, make sure that you subscribe there and leave me a review on one of those platforms, uh, whichever one you are listening on. I, I'm really, really grateful for uh, those reviews uh, that you guys leave. Thank you for that. Um, and then uh, go and follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. Uh, it's a really good follow, really good supplementary materials to all of the videos that I put out day by day. Uh, so that will help you out quite a bit. And then if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, if you want to create this relationship 
uh, and start pushing towards your own financial goals with some help, uh, then go sign up for a financial coaching session on my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and pick the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can start working your way into financial freedom over the long term together. So tune in tomorrow, Thanksgiving, right? Uh, so before you have one of these big Thanksgiving gatherings, then uh, tune in tomorrow and uh, you know check out. I'm going to you know just start digging into things that I am actually thankful for, things that I am thankful for in my own life uh, in tomorrow's video. So that'd be a great one for you to check out. And you can just get a good idea of where my head's at and how I think about uh, my personal life and uh, money as a whole. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.